0: Hello and welcome to Celtic Down Under. My name is Laura and I am joined by Liam as we cover the last in Group G. Uh, We're covering Cameroon and their uh, arrival at the 2022 World Cup in Qatar. How are you doing, Liam?
1: Good, good. Uh, Cameroon are one of those wee teams that I I always get excited about. When, uh, When you see Cameroon on the telly, you know it's World Cup time.
0: Oh, absolutely. We've talked about a few of the teams before who um, who who mean that, but there's no no team that encompasses that more, I don't think, than Cameroon. To be honest, obviously yeah. the famous um, semi-final against uh, was it semi-final against England? Um, the quarter-final. Quarter-final. That was it. Uh, yeah. they, they proved to be so difficult against England. Um, a previous world cup and and they always have had talented players who have broken out into the the larger stages of the of 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 the world the world football scene but um few more so especially on the world cup stage than a certain Roger Mila who um whose replica shirt you are wearing today what a beauty that is
1: yeah um <laughs> yeah i'm uh well i recently turned 39 this week so i think i am probably still about 15 years younger than Russia.
0: I Miller mean, was when he played in that tournament, allegedly. Yeah. Uh, well, many happy returns. Uh, uh, I hope if he, if he had 15 years to wait to play at a world cup, then maybe there's still a chance for you at 39. Aye, I know. Who knows? Eh? Who knows? Um, but let's get on to looking at um, the C- Cameroon squad. I think that's probably the best place to start for this because it will give us a good basis of, of which to, to discuss. Um, Three goalkeepers they're taking to the World Cup. Um, We've got the Marseille goalkeeper, who, unfortunately, I am not brave enough to pronounce the name of, um, as as culturally insensitive as that may seem. But I would rather... Simon! uh, Simon, his name's Simon. We'll call call him Simon, (laughs) but I would rather do him that than disrespect him by by butchering his name. We've then got Devis Hapassi and then the um, Cameroon first-choice goalkeeper, former Ajax and current intern number one, Andre Onana um Mm. andrew nana uh obviously controversies aside with the ban from football for for an apparent um doping um infringement uh which you know given the rules around doping i'm not sure it's entirely fair anyway on him Mm. he's certainly a talented goalkeeper and, and and one that could make a difference for cameron at this world cup
1: yeah, um, much like much like Brazil, um, Cameroon have historically not had great goalkeepers, but this time around they do have a great goalkeeper, and uh, you know the fact that um, uh, Simon is playing for Marseille would also suggest that you know that that Cameroon are producing more and more goalkeepers who can play at a high level, so yeah. that can only be good for the future.
0: Absolutely, and um, it'll be interesting to see what difference the, the, the man between the six for Cameroon does make. Mm. Going a little bit further forward, um, we've got the defenders, we've got nkulu of Aris, we've got Enzo Ibossi of Udinese, we've got Tolo of Seattle Sounders, Oliver Mbazo of um, Philadelphia Union, Collins Fye of Altai, uh, Jean-Charles Castelletto of Nantes, Christopher Wu of Rennes and Jeremy Ongwene of Frankfurt. Um, Not very many household names there, Um, and not playing again, again at a terribly high level. Um, Am I naive to be suggesting that, regardless of the quality between the sticks with the goalkeeper, the defence is a potential area where Cameron could come unstuck at this World Cup?
1: I definitely think as we get forward and look at their midfield and attack, you will see that the defence is the weak link in this team. But mm-hmm. Not necessarily weak, just weaker than the other elements of the team, I think.
0: Yeah. Uh, with that said, let's go and have a look at the midfield and forward line at for Cameroon. We've got Gail Ondoa of Hanover. We've got Samuel Gouy of Michelin. We've got Pierre Kunde of Olympiacos. Martin Hongla of Verona. Um, André Frank-Zambo. Anguissa of Napoli. And Olivier Incham of Swansea City. <laughs> now then, now then, that is not a name I expected to see. But we will get to our old friend and Cham in a little second. Is there anybody else from that midfield lineup that is standing out to you?
1: Uh, well, Kundi of Olympiakos is a is a tidy player as well. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I only follow Greek football sporadically because it doesn't show up on TV over here very often. But Olympiakos are kind of the team that I follow, and uh, he's a. Uh, he's had a very good season with them so far. And uh, the Greek league is a, a better level than most people give it credit for. So uh, yeah, he will not be out of his depth at this tournament.
0: Uh, absolutely. Um. Let's go talk about Oliver and Cham. Obviously, former Celtic player, now playing for Swansea City. I have to mm-hmm. um, be completely honest, I wasn't expecting to see him in this squad because... Um, uh, I just had always assumed um, being born in France that he would go on to represent France at international level and that might have been naive of me to say so but he Mm. had appeared for every age group of France from 2011 he started in the France under-16 team and and rose up to the under-21s as late as 2019 but he seems to have made this switch to Cameroon in 2022 having made only two appearances for the national team um he was placed in in standby for the african cup of nations in 2019 um and he debuted for the cameroon national team in a friendly uh 2-0 loss to uzbekistan only as recently as september are you surprised to see his inclusion there what do you think he's going to do in terms of featuring for cameroon at this world cup
1: well i mean we know that when Olivier cham is in the mood he's a fantastic footballer who can can do wonderful things um not least that winning goal against Lazio. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh the uh the problem here is that um he's only play- like you say, he's only played two games for Cameroon so far. And there might be a wee bit I mean, I don't know this, but there might be a wee bit of resentment amongst some of the other Cameroon players because maybe one of their teammates has missed out because this guy has just suddenly declared for getting included because he plays in England. Um, yeah. Well, he plays in Wales, but he plays in the English league, you get a point. Um, yeah. So I think uh, I think that that's a... It's a risky one for, uh, for Cameroon, but if he turns up, he'll be a valuable addition to that squad. But unfortunately, as we saw towards the end of his Celtic career, he has a habit of uh, not turning up when it really matters. So... Hmm. Not yeah, it's,
0: it's certainly somebody I'll be looking out for at this World Cup having not expected to see him there and whether he makes an appearance or not um, it'll be nice to see a familiar face, that's for sure Um, Speaking of familiar faces, let's see if there's any in the front line for Cameroon yeah. at this World Cup Um, We've got Georges, Kevin Nkudu of Besiktas We've got Vincent Aboukabakar of uh, Al Nasser Brian Mbuemo of Brentford, Jean-Pierre Sam of Young Boys, Carl Toko Akambe of Lyon, Mumi Gamalou of uh, Dynamo Moscow, I absolutely butchered that one, Eric Maxim choupo moting of Bayern Munich, Christian Bessong of Shanghai Shenhua, and Suabu of Maru of Cotton Sport. Again, um, probably the most high-profile name there is um, Eric Maxim Choupo-Moting of uh, Bayern Munich not always mm. for positive reasons? Because he's actually, I think, it's unfairly maligned as as a player who doesn't deserve to be playing at the level that he's playing at. But I, I would have to suggest otherwise. You don't end up playing for Paris Saint Germain and Bayern Munich without being a good footballer.
1: No, no, but Bayern Munich are not in the business of signing duds. Um, he's he's a good player. He's um, the, the the thing is, when you come into Bayern, when you come to the Bayern Munich team, and you know, Lewandowski has just left. Totally fair, you know.
0: Mm. Yeah, no, I think that's that's fair to say. Um, listen, it's it's difficult to cover the the Cameroon squads because of. The nature of the squad and and some of the players playing in such far-flung places so it's it's difficult to assess exactly what kind of an Mm. impact they're going to have at this world cup but what do you personally feel is going to be the the impact of cameroon at this world cup
1: i hope that they can get out of this group um unfortunately i don't think they will but i hope Mm -hmm. they can um I as I said before Serbia are my tip to take that second place behind Brazil but yep. uh, in a purely emotional sense I would rather it was Cameroon because I think the the fans the uh, the the vibrancy of the of the, the style of football they play just the color that they bring to the tournament um I think Cameroon have a lot more to offer the footballing global community than with the greatest respect Switzerland or Serbia do so mm-hmm. I hope they can go further than the group stage but they are going to have to beat the odds to do that
0: Yeah I think it's fair to say um, we talked about Denmark being a lot of people's second team but I think if you ask a lot of people at a World Cup there's nobody ever wants anything but good things for Cameroon and I, I think that would certainly be the case at this World Cup as well yeah. looking, at, um, looking at the group as a whole, now that we've covered all of the teams, um, it is fascinating to say, as we've said in the other videos, just how tight this group could become, but we've not really talked about, you know, the chances. We've, we've kind of gone through it, I think, assuming that Brazil are going to win most, if not all of their fixtures. Mm. Is there any chance any of the three teams, other than Brazil in the group, can challenge Brazil? And even you maybe take a point, take two points off of them at some point in this group?
1: Well, funnily enough, I think purely because of their unpredictability and, like you say, the the widespread nature of the squad and the fact that they're not going to be as well-known as the other two Cameroon might be the one that springs a surprise. Mm-hmm. Because, on one hand, it will be harder for the Brazil coaches to research them because... I would imagine that tracking down footage of uh, of uh, African qualifying games is probably not as straightforward as uh, as it is for uh, European qualifying. Um, and scouting as well is probably logistically a bit more tricky as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I think uh, that Cameroon also bring that fearlessness, yeah. that kind of let's just go and have a go attitude, which, you know... They might not have the same level of player that they had in 1990, but they still very much have that, you know, the indomitable Lions spirit is still very much there. And I think um, that could be a a crucial element for them as the tournament progresses. Um, They'll go out and have a go at Brazil. They might well end up losing five or six nil as a result, but I hope they don't, um, because I like to see teams being rewarded for being brave.
0: Well, I think that's a fair point to make and I think it's something that Cameroon especially would do well to heed is nobody's expecting anything of them against Brazil. Um, nobody would be surprised if they were heavily defeated. So they are losing nothing by, by going in, a, and taking the game to them. They can only yeah. gain from doing that. And I think yeah. that they, I think that they would do well to 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 heed that that advice. If anybody from the Cameroon team's watching this particular podcast, <laughs> um, I, 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 and perhaps take that take that chance against Brazil, because the other way of looking at it is you're only going to get to play Brazil once at a World Cup if you're a player in that position. Usually, um, mm. I, I, and why not why not give it your best while you're out there?
1: Yeah, exactly. Go ahead and have a go. You've got yeah. nothing to lose and everything to gain.
0: Yeah, with that said, um, I think I speak for both myself and Liam when I say all the best to Cameroon. Um, yes. They are a, they are a very likable team. They, are, they create a lot of nostalgia as far as World Cups are concerned. And I think we both want to see them um, do their best. Um, and the biggest plus side of all, they don't have Neymar playing for them.
1: Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so thank you very much, Liam, for joining me for this Group G uh, review. We have one more group to go in this um, World Cup preview. Those videos will be out in a few days' time, certainly in time for the first games of the pl- of the teams in those groups. Um, but we hope you've enjoyed uh, watching all the videos up to now. We certainly have enjoyed making them. Liam, thank you very much for joining me and I will see you again for another video in the very near future.
1: Thank you. See or social podcast network.